This is the story. This is the story presents Army Music. Music that has stirred the hearts of our fighting men throughout three great wars. Now, the story of Army Music, a cavalcade of military songs from 1776 to 1946, with Ted Campbell narrating. The Fife and Drum. And behind them, the nation struggling to be born. The immortal heroism of plain men become soldiers of freedom under Washington and Wayne, under Ethan Allen and Light Horse Harry Lee. The ordeal of Valley Forge, the spirit of 76. Of these, we speak, play, and sing. Of the spirit of 76, living in the music of the army. Yankee Doodle went to town, and America went to town with it. It was our first marching song, the theme of our ragged but indomitable Continental Army that stuck a feather in its hat and called it macaroni. And then for 77 years, we grew, expanded west, clear to the Pacific, a proud, strong, young nation. But in our growth lay the unhappy seeds of a tragic war, a war of brother against brother, a war that was fought that this nation might live. After the ordeal, after the battles and the bivouacs, our soldiers, all of them, the men of the North and the men of the South, had to rebuild their lives. And they rebuilt the nation better and happier than ever before. And they had a song, the song of a whole people released from the strain of the conflict, a song that looked to the future when Johnny comes marching home.
that followed, broken by the brief interlude of the Spanish-American conflict at the turn of the century, we walked in the way of peace. McCormick gave us the harvester, Bell the telephone, Edison the electric light, and Ford the automobile. Our land became the haven of the oppressed, of men and women from all over the world. We gave them a new home and work and a new faith, and they helped to build the nation into a great world power. But again, the dark clouds of war hung over the land. In 1917, a great mobilization. Ten million men registered in the draft. Thousands every day turning in their civilian clothes for cocky. And Sergeant Irving Berlin at Camp Upton, Long Island, comes through with the first great song of World War I, a song every rookie took to his heart with delight. <laughs> Spend the rest of my life in bed, or doing KP. The soldiers had a song about that, too. A parody based upon another popular song of the day. Take a KP, dirty old KP. That's the only army job that I abhor. When the moon shines over the guardhouse, I'll be mopping up the kitchen floor. 
And in the canteens from the Presidio to the coast of Maine, the men gathered round the piano and gave out with a cryptic and gay tune called... Good morning, Mr. Zip, 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 with your handkerchiefs as short as mine. Good morning, Mr. Zip, 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 you're surely looking fine. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust, if the liquor don't get you, then the women must. Good morning, Mr. Zip, 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 with your handkerchiefs as short as your handkerchiefs as short as your handkerchiefs as short as mine. And then came the long ride over the big drink in ships painted with the new bewildering camouflage to the old country with the strange ways. And in no time at all, our men created a new folk song with that gusto and spontaneity which is so much a part of the American doughboy or doughfoot. A song grew out of the trenches, out of quick happy moments snatched on leave in Paris. A song that is a lasting heritage of World War I. A rowdy salute to a lovely lady, Mademoiselle from Armentiers. Mademoiselle from Armageddon's Hollywood. Mademoiselle from Armageddon's Hollywood. Mademoiselle from Armageddon's Hollywood. She has the kiss before the years. Inky dinky Hollywood. The medical corps that held the line. Hollywood. The medical corps that held the line. Hollywood. The medical corps that held the line. Was C C Bill's and I and I. Inky dinky Hollywood. Such a tune was as much a part of the fighting man's equipment as his guns and grenades. Equipment he received not from the quartermaster corps, but from his own spirits. And then the great song and dance man, George M. Cohan, sat down to write his war song in 1917. And write it he did in a song that was simple and clear, that was expressive of how all America felt. Over there. With the ending of World War I came peace. But as we look back upon it now, it was a restless peace. It was a slender peace upon which we rested our hopes. For we reckoned without the Axis powers. A terrible blow fell upon us. It came to us on that Sunday afternoon, December 7th, 1941. A day that will live in infamy. Soon a million men were in the army. The tempo of induction shot up, and before the springtime came, troops were going overseas in great waves. The town came and went, and Corregidor, and the island hopping began. Guadalcanal, New Georgia, Rendova, New Guinea, Tarawa, Saipan, and all the others. In this grave, tense time of fighting, a PFC named Frank Lesser of Tin Pan Alley in Hollywood wrote a song that swept through the army and caught up the entire nation. Beautifully and simply, it set the task and affirmed our faith in a way that took us back to our old-time church singing. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition.
gentleman who'd written, oh, how I hate to get up in the morning in the last war, Irving Berlin, went into action at Camp Upton again. This time to write and produce the big all-army show, This is the Army, which not only played on Broadway and was made into a movie raising millions of dollars for the Army Relief Fund, but also had toured the country and even went overseas. Irving Berlin's magical understanding of the heart of the G.I. did more to build his morale than a barrel of pinups. This is the army, Mr. Jones, and I left my heart at the stage door canteen. Our two unforgettable melodies from this unforgettable army show. This is the army, Mr. Jones. No private rooms or
These songs did much to help the G.I. laugh off the strangeness of his new life or to bring back the image of the girl back home waiting for him. It helped. It helped a lot to hear the right kind of music. The Army Air Force got Moss Hart to write and produce a musical play with a score by Sergeant David Rose, based on the first-hand observations of Mr. Hart during an extended survey of Air Force operations. The result was Winged Victory, which, like its predecessor, This is the Army, reached Broadway and was made into a film, using all Army talent. Leaving Broadway, the Winged Victory Company toured the country, and everywhere it went, the public received it with unbounded enthusiasm. It told the stories of six air cadets in the war, and in the telling, mirrored the hopes, fears, and dreams of American youth as they fought and as they faced the future. And now, here's the march from Winged Victory. so sweet to remember.
Then there were the army bands and orchestras, to which were attached many of the outstanding musicians of the day. Arturo Toscanini's first horn player, Arthur Berg, Eugene List, Ruggiero Ricci, Harold Rome, and his fellow composer, Mark Blitzstein, and many others. There was the famous 229th Army Ground Force Band, known as the Jungle Band, which played the Foxhole Circuit before returning to the States for a war bond tour. Playing the hottest jazz, the Jungle Band carried on in the tradition of the great Negro bands of World War I, led by Jim Europe and Noble Sissel. But of all the bandmen of World War II, there was one known and loved throughout the land who made the supreme sacrifice. In 1941, Glenn Miller's band was riding the crest, his record sold by the millions. Lines formed outside the theaters he played in, the tunes he made famous, In the Mood, Little Brown Jug, Chattanooga Choo Choo, and his theme, Moonlight Serenade, were heard and danced to by all America. When the war broke out, he tried to enlist and was turned down, but finally persuaded the authorities to accept him and his band as a unit. Talking his way past the doctors, he gave up everything to play for the guys. Here's a song arranged by Sergeant Jerry Gray that Glenn Miller's band played wherever fighting men could pause to listen. String of Pearls.
Van Miller gave concerts, worked day and night to set up musical entertainment in the war theaters, played the kind of music that meant home to millions of homesick men. And then came a Christmas Eve when the War Department announced that Major Glenn Miller's plane was missing on a flight over the English Channel. The music Glenn Miller gave, the legacy he left, will always be remembered and today gives inspiration to the bands and orchestras that make music for the United States Army. Of the sacrifice made by Glenn Miller, we can say only what every GI would say. Music is no less a need than the food he eats, the uniform he wears, the weapons he fights with. The inspiration and the moral force given to the soldier by music when he needs it most these are the factors that help him to feel better, to serve better, to do a rugged job well. These are the factors that make music a source of strength in war and in peace. These are the things men have lived by, worked by, and played by from time immemorial. Ted Campbell narrating. Another in the series of This is the Story, presented to you servicemen and women for your listening pleasure by the Army Troop Information and Education Division. We cordially invite you to dial our way again when we raise the curtain on This is the Story. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education.